September 7th, 2020. He's Mark Hatfield. I'm Frank the Tank Clayman. I want to wish everybody a happy holiday, first of all. How about you, Mark? What's going on? Oh, Frank, you know, we got a lot going on, uh, but I'm, I'm enjoying the, the Labor Day off uh, like uh, most people are today. Uh, so, I anxious to... Uh, Get rolling on some of this stuff we need to talk about. It's been a couple weeks, so uh, we need to we need to fire it back up. Yeah, we took a week off. We we're tired, you know. The show takes a lot out on us, so you know how that goes. Hey, I, I want to do a quick housekeeping note. Um, I got a good friend of mine, childhood friend Kevin Holland. He's uh, you uh, he he's um. Uh, He's pretty bad shape. He's got cancer real bad. He was a first responder. Um, and uh, he's not doing so well. But uh, they've got a... Uh, they're selling t-shirts for him. Um, and it goes... 100% of it goes for his care. So if you can go on Facebook, look up Kevin Holler, or look up hashtag... Howling Strong, you can order a t-shirt, and 100% goes to his care, and it would really help the family out. And that's, uh, that's it for that. So, um, hey, we got a lot to talk about, like, uh, you know, we know, so let's get into it, Mark. All right, Frank, uh, well, also on a personal, I want to say, I also know Kevin Holland, too, so, uh, Definitely, if anybody can get on there and uh, help out uh, him and uh, his family, they'd be much appreciated. So we wish him the best. Uh, well, we just want to do a, a little intro, uh, talk about uh, here for a minute. Uh, we're gonna do things a little different this week, Frank. We're gonna we're just gonna kind of roam around from uh, topic to topic really? uh, instead of introducing each topic. Since everything twines with each other, so. Uh, I just thought I'd let the audience know that that we're just going to kind of we're just going to kind of uh, see see what happens. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. We had a little audio difficulty uh, via from Tennessee. I think maybe the uh, Pentagon is uh, you know watching us. I don't know, Mark. Yeah, I'm not really sure what happened there, uh, so <laughs> I don't know exactly what people uh, ended up hearing, uh, but uh, like I said, we're just going to roll around from some, uh, topic to topic, and uh, since everything kind of intertwines with each other, so uh, we're just going to kind of, we're going to just kind of let it loose today and uh, and just see what happens. It's, so, I mean, I don't really have anything particular to, I, I'm not in any particular order to talk about first, uh, but 
I guess I guess the big one of the big topics is I mean Frank we're still dealing with uh, rioters and protesting. I mean it's a it, you know and it, it's it's spreading around and it's not just in cities where you know incidents have happened. I mean you know it's a, it's becoming a common occurrence. Uh, uh, I just saw this a little bit ago that there was a, a incident in Pennsylvania. Uh, you know, where people are sitting outside eating or whatever, and rioters and protesters are coming in, disturbing just people's meals and, and you know, just interfering with interfering with things and, and throwing throwing bottles and, and whatever at people. So, um, what are your uh, thoughts on these riots and protesting still continuing uh, without a lot of uh, law enforcement intervention? Well, you probably know my answer. Um, you know, I, uh, and I've, I've expressed this on, um, you know, previous podcast. I, I believe this is, you know, uh, controlled chaos. This, this is to, um, I believe that this is to bring, I actually believe this. Now, you, you may think this is kind of crazy, but, I mean, it, it does not make sense that these protests are still going on, okay? Because, I mean, at this point, they're starting to become mundane. But I believe that in these cities where they're going on and the, uh, where the police are, you know, holding back and the mayors are doing this and that... I believe that they're inciting a far right, the far right, the uh, militia uh, stuff that uh, they're starting to bring these people out. I think it's a plan. I mean, this is my total opinion, and I know it's kind of wild, but at this point, I'm watching all this and thinking it's just a plot to bring the right wing militia. Out in the open, so law enforcement, like Operation Legend, as I've said in previous podcasts, can, you know, get these guys, arrest these guys, and, uh, you know, take, arrest these guys, basically out all these militia members. And then eventually take whoever takes the law in their own hands, even non-militia people, even, even you know, just normal people like me and you that want to defend their property. Eventually, I think in the end, it's about the guns. That's my opinion. Um, because there's no reason for this. Why aren't these mayors, governors, or whatever enforcing the law? There's no reason well, for I, them I think to we'll, do this. I, I was going to say, I think what we've seen recently... Uh, some of them are now waking up a little bit where, you know, they, they are actually uh, uh, trying to enforce. Uh, because they go law. to their house. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, things are, it always changes things a little bit when uh, you start, when they start knocking on your door, you know, <laughs> it'll, it'll definitely wake you up. Uh, I, you know, my thing is with this, I don't, I don't know how this helps the Democrats when it comes to an election. Because, I mean, they have been, for months and months, they've been out there, you know, 
I won't say they've been encouraging it because I don't I don't know that may be going too far, but they definitely have been silent about it for months. Uh, just recently, uh, I mean, within the last couple weeks, uh, Joe Biden has come out and, and has condemned the attacks finally uh, because they didn't say anything at the Democratic convention about it. Uh, but, you know, he did after that, you know, they, they finally come out and condemn it. And that's basically because, you know, let's just be honest about it. It's politics and their poll numbers look bad on it. They see that they're losing ground on it. And so when that happens, you know, they're going to come out and condemn it. They're basically, um, I don't know. I don't mean to interrupt you, but when I heard his speech, no, you're fine. no I, I don't mean to interrupt, but when I heard his speech, basically it told me that, hey, if you vote for me, these will stop. If you vote for Trump, they won't. That's what it sounded like to me. Well, and you know, I, I see some people have taken that opinion, but you know, I, I actually I actually got the opposite uh, interpretation of that. I guess where you know I, I didn't hear it I didn't hear it condemned in strong enough terms to make me believe that they would do anything different. So, uh, and of course, you know, at the Republican convention, you know, Trump came out very strongly against it. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say it was the best political speech I've ever heard in my lifetime or anything like that, because it wasn't. Uh, the Republican convention, let's face it, was a lot of uh, wrapping themselves in the flag and, and, and basically saying that they're more patriotic than everybody else. And that's what Republicans do a lot. You know, they, they, they tend to cloak themselves in the, in the flag and, and, uh, and say that. So, and I mean, I'm not, as you know, Frank, I'm not here to take sides. Uh, I have a lot of uh, disgust for both political parties <laughs> at this time. So I'm not taking anybody's side on it, but that was just my interpretation of the Republican convention. Uh, they did a lot of flag waving, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, you know, speaking about law and order when, you know, they themselves have, have been guilty of, uh, uh, you know, not exactly following the law. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we get, we get into a lot of, we get into a lot of different things here. And, uh, I wish the, uh, you know, I, I wish that there was just a, a common middle ground that all of us could find, you know, and I've said that from the beginning and I know people don't like talking about being moderate or compromising or, you know, anything like that. But I just wish there was a common sense middle ground. And I mean, I don't know. How, I mean, I don't know how you feel about that. Cause I know that you're, you know, uh, with your libertarian views, I know you're uh, uh, slightly farther right than Republicans. So I don't know how you feel about moderation or moderates, but uh, we've got to do something. Cause I mean, this is ridiculous. It, to me, it doesn't matter who, who wins, you know, if, if Biden wins, you know, I, I just feel like the left is going to want more and more and more and push for more and more and more. And we're going to see more and more riots and protests. And we're going to see more and more harassment of uh, individuals uh, just trying to enjoy a meal or just trying to go to the store. And they're being harassed uh, by people who, uh, you know, have different political views. So and if Trump wins. You know, then I, I feel that the this country is, is going to burn down. You know, I mean, I feel it's just gonna, it's going to be more riots and protests, and even far worse. I mean, we're already seeing battles taking place in our cities. So, uh, like I said, I, I just want some common sense moderation, 
and some common sense compromise. You know, and I don't think that's too much to ask. No, it's not. It's not, but we're not in those times anymore. We're, we're more than, we're in a political climate where moderation has been thrown out the window, okay? Where the majority, and I really believe this, and, and maybe whatever in my head, I've been, you know, thinking whatever, but moderation is over because no matter who we elect, they seem to, uh, what they promise and what they do are two different things. And I think there's a silent majority in America that are just so PO'd and so mad and so, you know, the debt keeps getting bigger, you know, um, inflation's running rapid, you know, I mean... If you, you own stocks, it's good. For the average American, it's harder and harder, you know? I mean, it's harder and harder to get the same things you had 20 years ago because of inflation. I just I mean, think what, that people what, are what looking. Frankie, you know, i, I got to cut you off there. I mean, but what is the mindset, you know, what, what are we gaining by, you know, not finding any compromise or not finding any moderation. What what are we gaining by not doing that? I think you know which which side which which side is not wanting to compromise more right now? Which side is you know fueling this? I because you know we have to have you know common sense has to take back over at some point. I mean we can't continue to do this and we can't continue to be turning on our TVs every day and seeing another city being burned down, seeing more property being destroyed and seeing people and innocent citizens being harassed just because you have a different political view. We cannot continue to keep doing this. So who is going to step up and be the bigger person and say, okay, we've got to find some sort of middle ground on this, you know, and I know it's hard to find middle ground when you're talking about, uh, you know, some people that are breaking the law, you know, so, but we have to find something. We can't continue, you know, down the chain. You know, we got we had the whole thing where we had we had the Jacob Bryant issue in Wisconsin. You know, and and people started pr uh, protesting and rioting that because of, uh, you know, they, they felt the police uh, didn't have to shoot him and 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 everything. But look, Jacob Bryant was not an angel. He was not a saint of the community. You know, it wasn't like he was out there, you know, doing meals for wheels and, and, and donating uh, things to charity. He was a criminal. Yes. You know, I mean, and that's not that's not me saying it. That's not my opinion. These are that's a fact. You know, these are I mean, the online court records, you know, that had for him. I mean, they showed that in July he was charged with third degree sexual assault, trespassing, disorderly conduct in connection with domestic abuse. I mean, so that is. A crime. He is a criminal. He is not a hero. You know, and if your issue is separate from that, and you're, if your issue is that you feel the police went too far in apprehending him, okay, that's your issue. But let's not turn the man into a hero because he's not. You know, he's a criminal. And I can even tie it into, you know, to the young man that was in the protest in, in, in uh, Wisconsin, the Kyle Rittenhouse. You know who shot 
protesters and looters. Some people say, well, it was self-defense and, and all that. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. Hal he Rittenhouse sh shouldn't have been in Wisconsin He to begin shouldn't with. have been there. He shouldn't have been there. You know? And he actually, and he actually broke the law by transporting uh, the weapon across state lines, a loaded, a loaded weapon across state lines. He violated that law. His mother drove him there. His mother drove him there. But that's, so he's breaking the law doing that. that that's what I'm telling but, you about. You got these right-wing groups deploy. See, they're playing them. They're suckering. See, this is all suckering these people I want, in. I want to get. I want to get. I want to get to the point though where he shouldn't have been there. You know, he broke laws and all that. But in the instance of what had happened, everybody, everybody's seen the video by now. You know, to me, what I see on TV, it looks like. He was defending himself. And I think but he shouldn't have been in that there. Position is he shouldn't have that. been but there. But he shouldn't have been there to begin there. He shouldn't be there to begin with. So why was he there? Well, he was there because of the rioters and looters, because the rioters and looters have created this environment, you know, to where, you know, they don't have they don't have any regard for anybody's property but or, that's any, not, or, or any but people. Why is so that? Why is it. that? Why is so that? So the, because the leaders no, that, will not step. Uh, they're not doing the constitutional right as leaders. Law enforcement should be involved. This is total crap. That's what I mean. You know, and there was there were several stories that came out in the days following, and they were talking about you know, you know, about how Rittenhouse shouldn't have been there. And how he was part of, uh, you know, a, a far right group, like like you said. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if he's part of a far right group or anything. Uh, but he was there, and he shouldn't have been there. And the only reason that he's there is because of the lawless acts of others and law enforcement not being able to do their job to control that. So he was there as a reaction, you know. And that is where we're getting to, you know. And in this country where is that, is that where we're going to be now, you know, from, from now on, are we going to be there where you have this habit? If a, if a Jacob Bryant incident happens, well, then we're going to have, you know, for every Jacob Bryant, are we going to have a Kyle Rittenhouse? You know what I mean? Kyle Rittenhouse is now sitting in jail charged with, you know, first degree murder charges. So we have to go back to the source of this. You know, we have to go back to what is causing this, you know, and you know, I, and I don't know how some of my friends are going to take this. I look, I have I have friends of every of every race, nationality. I have friends all across the board. Uh, I try to be fair with everybody. I try, you know, and I try to see it from other people's point of view, this and that. But here's the bottom line: the color of your skin does not give you the right to resist arrest. It does not give you the right to resist the police. You know, I know it may be hard for some people to hear, but it is. But it is, it is not a it is not a right to be able to resist the police. If you feel that you are being unjustly accused of something, then you will have your day in court. You know, but if you but if you try to fight the police, if you try to run from the police, if you try to do anything, then the police are going to take actions that some people are going to find too excessive. So that's what that's what burns me up. It just burn, it, it burns me up that people can't see that, and they hold people like Jacob Bryant in esteem, saying, "Well, you know, 
and put him on a pedestal and, and think he was a hero. He's not a hero. He's a criminal. You know? And I don't like what Kyle Rittenhouse did either. You know, but what Kyle Rittenhouse did is in reaction to everything else that's going on. It was a it was a reaction. And I don't and I don't support him going over across state lines and doing what he did. But here we are. I I guess the question comes down to why so why aren't these mayors you know, prosecutors, governors doing anything. It doesn't, I mean, in my world, doesn't it feel kind of weird? Why are they doing this? I mean, they are not, say, they are not doing what they, that were constitutionally, I mean, you're supposed to, you know, you're mayor, you're this, you're that, you know, you take an oath. You have to protect your citizens. Why is this going on in the first place? What's your view? And, that, on? and that's the thing. And I, I'm just, I'm just as, I'm just as mad and upset at them too because it, yeah, yeah. But you know, why? I, I don't understand. I don't understand how you can be, how you can call yourself the leader of the city and then let your city burn to the ground without doing anything to to, to stop it. I don't, I don't understand how you do that. So, so does does it make you think that? Uh, well, maybe there's some, um, uh, some weird stuff going on. I mean, this is where we as libertarians think, eh, you know, something's going on. Something is going on that the government knows, but the citizens doesn't don't know. Well. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if I want to go too far down that hole. I mean, I, you know, I would like to think that it's not that, but well, I also don't have sure. any explanation as to why. I also, like gotta, I said though, I, don't, I also don't have any. But Mark, I also don't have any explanation as to why you would just sit back and not and not do anything. So I understand your point, what you're trying to say. I'm not willing to go that far with it, but I also don't know, don't know why things are still allowed to continue to happen. You know, and months ago. Months ago, before it even got as bad as it is now, I went on Facebook and I and I was condemning the the, the riots uh, and the looting uh, then, you know. And I made the point, you know, I brought up a Bible verse, and I, I know people don't even like, you know, a lot of people don't like referring to the Bible these days. But I brought up a Bible verse where I talked about violence begets violence. That's Matthew twenty six uh, fifty two. Yeah, so you have a you about that. And somebody. I was, and here's the thing, I was. I was laughed off Facebook at that time, Frank, because I was told, well, peace doesn't work anymore. Peace don't work anymore. So we have to take different actions. We have to we have to be violent. Well, see, here's what you get. When you get violent by rioting and looting, then you get people like Kyle Rittenhouse out there, you know, with AR-15 shooting people. You know, whether it's self-defense or whatever, that that is the reaction to it. Violence begets violence. And it's only going to continue to get worse. Uh, if if leaders don't do anything to stop it, I, no, I totally understand. I agree with you on that. I uh, Mike's argument is why would why is this happening? I mean, is you know, I mean, why are leaders not doing what they should be doing? Why it it, it doesn't under it, it you know and, and you. You, you get it defies in, logic. It, it defies logic is what it does. It defies logic because I, I don't. I don't. So understand are, it we, are we? Are uh, we? As human beings, are we totally idiots, 
or is there some grand plan? That's that's my argument. My argument is they already know what's going to happen. You know, like I said, they want to bring these groups out and they want to identify them. They want to take their, you know, they want to take them down. So your, so your position is, I know you mentioned it earlier, so I just want yes. to clarify it. Your position is that this is, this is the plan to draw the, the far right. Yes. And, and. And basically targeting gun owners. Is that what yes. you're... Yes. First militia and then gun owners. Yes. Okay, so you're saying this is all this is all a uh, a government... Yes. Uh, a government-run a government run, uh, program to, to draw... No, out. it's not a government program. Oh, oh, well, it, it's... Uh, yeah. It, it's a government program using the press in this country. Yes. It well, is. then who's in, then who's in charge? Then who's in charge? Then who's in charge of this and creating all this? Because it's well, certainly not the president. Well, I'm not. You know. I, I, hey, listen. When listen, these are smart people. These mayors, governors, everything of these cities. They're not stupid people. They wouldn't be doing this unless they were told by a higher power to do this. Okay. I don't know who it is, but. This is to draw the militias. Operation Legend, that's why I keep mentioning it in previous podcasts. This is all about taking guns. In the end, this is all about taking guns. I mean, that's my opinion. Is is the is the major is the major sports uh, teams and the major sports leagues are they involved in this? As well, I mean, with, with their variations of protests well, and, it, and all this, uh, I mean, uh, you know, we we got we got the NBA and we got the NBA and the NFL out there uh, idolizing Jacob Bryant. And, no, and, no, but and they're a production of. And, so no, there's what. So are they complicit in this? That uh, they they have nothing to do with this. But when you push it on them, they feel they have to do it to satisfy whatever. People who watch their sport, they they feel compliant. They have to do this. That's that's my opinion, and uh, um, you know the media is pushing this. I know this is very very very, you know, take uh, to your views, but uh, the media is pushing this, and they're um, they're just saying uh, for what the media is saying, and the media is doing. They're just trying to do the right thing. They save their sport. Right. They're making you. You gotta understand and, these these owners are making millions, billions and billions of dollars. Well, that's what that's what I mean. But but every but every major sports uh, has to this point has lost not only ratings but they're losing revenue over over things right now. I don't know how much uh, you know that these leagues are still making. I'm sure they're still making uh, some amount of money, but I mean they're definitely not getting the ratings that they were getting. Uh, before all this happened, so I mean that's the other topic we can kind of venture into. I think the NBA's probably been the most outspoken about it. Uh, I, I've, yeah, got, have... I've got some real issues uh, with the NBA doing that, uh, but you know it's their platform. You know if you want to use your platform, you know they got a bigger platform than the, than than most of us, so uh, they can they can say things. 
You you but, gotta understand though. See, there's there's there, you know most of the players in NBA are black. Okay, they have a gripe. They do have a gripe because black people are treated different than white people in situations following the cops. That's just how it is. So they have, they make the media, the government, make that the issue so they can go around it. Yeah, because it's different. If you're a black man driving down the street and you're a white man driving down the street, it's definitely, when the cops see you, it's, it's black, it's different. It is. And they use that you know, I, I, to follow this stuff. Well, you know, why don't they find better ways to uh, express their, you know, I guess, uh, anger, you know, or their or their disagreement with it, you know? At this point, uh, I just think, you know, if the NBA, if, if the NBA players, I, I'm, you know, right now I'm just saying NBA players because, you know, the NFL season hasn't started yet, and I'm sure we'll get more into that when it does. But, you know, if the NBA players really cared, you know, they would – why would they negotiate, like, a, a revenue split, you know, and where a good portion of the money went to the uh, education and after-school programs uh, low income, in low-income communities for each city. But instead they pull stunts like they're doing, like, with Jacob Bryant and, and all this, and it makes no real difference. It makes absolutely no real difference. And they and they're still pocketing all their millions. I know. So I get it. You know they come, you know they come preaching down from from Mount Hypocrisy. You know here they come. You know and they they like to lecture everybody else on how we should be feeling, what should we what should we you know should be doing, who you know how we should be acting, how we should be treating uh, everybody. But yet they don't do any of that themselves. All they do is. You know, they kneel during the national anthem, or they walk off the court during the national anthem, and they think that's making some difference. You know, it's infuriating. Sure. You it know, is. if they if they sure really want to make, they're in a they're in a position where I they know. can really really make they, a difference. They, if they could really they could to. go back to the cities they were born in, and they could really help the community. I understand that. I totally get that. I get it. And you're right. They could help, but they're not. But they're driven by the media. The media tells them they're heroes, and they should do this, and they should do that, so you get brainwashed after a while. You know, and, and, here, and here's the thing. You know, and I, I don't mean to keep beating the same drum, but I'm going to keep beating the same drum because it needs to be, it needs to be out there, and it needs to be said. You know, and I mean, I don't know about you personally, but I find it incredibly insulting, you know, how celebrities, and I'm not going to say NBA players. I'll, let me say celebrities. Let me say famous people. Uh, but I find it incredibly insulting how famous people are able to get away with the double standard. You know, they're demanding police and law enforcement uh, be held to a high standard, uh, but not the people that resist and actually break the laws. And you, <laughs> you, know, you want to know the answer? Because they're liberal. If you're not liberal in Hollywood, you wouldn't get away with it. 
But that, that's the thing. I'm not. I'm not just talking about Hollywood in itself. I'm like you know. I'm talking about you know, like I said, we have different athletes and uh, you know, it, it's. I just find it incredibly insulting. How, sure you know, it it's is. Just, how do you? How do you not see that it's a double standard when you're doing that? Well, how do you not see if you're lecturing if you're lecturing people to you know? And I'm not. I won't just. I won't just contain it to law enforcement. But if you're lecturing me, if you're telling me that I need to change the way I live and I need to live and I need to, you know, be held to a different standard and because you know, I'm white. You know what that is? Or because maybe, or, or because maybe I have more money or, or whatever the reason may be that you want to hold me to a different standard what is that? than yourself. That's communism. Yet, we're not holding, we're not holding the, we're not holding the people who are not obeying the laws. Uh, we're not holding them to any different standard. In fact, we're lowering the standard. Is what we're doing, and so that's where we that's get what the I find that's, that's what that's what I find. You know, it's 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 you know, I, I just I just find it so insulting, uh, and it, obviously it irritates me. Obviously, it's a sore subject for me. You know, I, I get right. a little fired up over and it. And I agree with um, you 100. percent You're right. You're right. You should be pissed off, but that's communism. It's communism, but. Frank, my, I guess my thing is we can't keep just going back and pointing the finger at, at liberals or at communism and saying, you know, this is this is the root of the problem. There's got to be something else. You know, we can't just say, okay, well, just because, you know, that person is a liberal, you know, so therefore that's the problem. You know, we've, we've had different political ideologies, you know, since the beginning of time. You know, there's people that's more liberal, there's people that's more conservative. You know, but now we're in an age and time where it seems like to me, if you if you hold any slightly conservative views, and I don't even mean, you know, Republican right wing views. If you hold any anything slightly conservative views, then you are looked at as being out of touch, or you're looked at as being, uh, you know, part of the problem. Because communism has so, taken over the younger generation. And that's what they see on the news, and that's how it is. That's why. Free everything. Free this. Free that. Free this. Free that. They love that because they haven't had to work for anything. You know, it just seems like to me that there's got to be, it's, there's got to be more. I mean, is the gen is is that generation really that stupid? Yes. I mean, are they? Are they yes. Are they really that dumb? Yes. I mean, is that is they've that been the, dumbed down through time? Yes. Yes, they are. They're well, that dumb. They think they're gonna make a million dollars on. Listen, the uh, they they think they're gonna make a million dollars on the internet. So they don't have to work for anything. They don't have to work hard. They don't have to work for anything. They're gonna make a million dollars on the internet because everybody is. That's sad. Well, you know they're they're gonna be set up for a lifetime of disappointment if they. You know, if, if that's what they ultimately believe, you know, I mean, I know both of us were raised in a, a different way. You know, I really do. And here's the thing, Frank. I really do try to understand uh, different points of views on on every issue. I, I really do try to understand where the other person's coming from. I really do. I really try. And I, I understand uh, exactly where you're coming from. You're frustrated. But you're frustrated. I, I find it. I find it very difficult to find any common ground. You know, with some of the things that are going on today, 
because I, I just don't, I just don't understand. I mean, I, you know, I realize that we were raised in different cultures. I realize that people, you know, different races, different cultures, and you know, and different households. You're, you're maybe you may be taught different, you know, but we still are a nation of laws, and we still have, we still, you know, need to follow laws. And I, I don't understand why people are so surprised when you don't follow laws that there's consequences. Because it's all political. It just. Well, see, I know you. I know you. You want to keep going back to that. I, I just. I can't settle on the fact that it's just all political. Yes, I, I it just is. Can't. It's political because of the times. The times are changing. Well, we need. We need to do better because, uh, you know, I. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how much longer this country is going to be able to survive if, if, if we get bent out of shape every time, somebody breaks the law and you know, law enforcement does their job. Now, are there incidents where law enforcement goes overboard? Sure. And that that's with any job. Anything that happens, you know, sometimes things tend to go overboard, and you know, and incidents happen. So I'm not justifying any of that. But, you know, I don't know why all of a sudden we, that's what we've decided to target as uh, the, the main uh, the, the main issue these days, because apparently it is. Um, but, you know, it, it's, I just find it, like I said, it, 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 it's just insulting. It's infuriating. It's insulting. I, there's days where I have to shut off the news because I can't take it. I have to shut off Facebook because I can't take it. I have to get off Twitter because I can't take it. And because everything's just so negative and no, nobody, like I said, I'll go back to when I started this whole rant and I started this, you know, this whole, this whole segment right here. Nobody wants to compromise. Nobody wants to be a moderate because it sounds like because they they perceive it to be uh, giving in or they they perceive it to be weak and they don't want to do it. So, and I don't know if you're aware of this, Frank, but we have an election coming up in a few months. <laughs> you know, so it's just uh you know it's it's a it's a and I know we're going to talk about that for a few minutes, and it, it just, you know, I, I I don't think I've seen a more probably polarized election than what we're seeing now. And that even even tops when even when um, President Obama ran, you know, when, when he ran for office. I think it's I think it's more polarized now than it was even then. So. Yeah. Uh, well. Okay. We're, we're getting. Maybe we should move into election now. Um, you know, of course you had the, uh, allegation about Trump and the, uh, you know, I want your opinion on this first, uh, Trump and, uh, but the veterans, um, now it's been, you know, it's been refuted by, uh, many right. people. He never said that, that, that was there, but I mean, it's still lasting. I know on CNN there's. They're still hitting it pretty hard. And they, they have their analysts on there, former whatever, in the Pentagon, this and that, calling him a, you know, basically a piece of crap and this and that. I, I want to know your your opinion on that. Well, uh, my opinion on it, I mean, again, there, I mean, there's only there's only a couple of people that, that really knows if he, if he actually said it or not. So... 
I don't know if I want to get into a back and forth about it for you, if I thought you said it or not. But here's the thing. First of all, one thing that we know for sure, he did not, him and John McCain were not friends. They had no love lost for each other. So, you know, I know he had made some disparaging comments about John McCain. Uh, th- those those comments and those videos are out there. Uh, so, you know, he didn't like John McCain. I have a hard, I do, even knowing Donald Trump's character, and believe me, I'm not in love with with Donald Trump's character uh, all the time and, and the way, he, you know, he expresses things. Uh, knowing Donald Trump's character, even I have a problem accepting the fact or accepting that, that he would say that. You know that he would he would call he would call veterans or people that were killed in the war losers and suckers. I just have a, I just have a hard time believing that. Now, that being said, let me let me say let me state this very carefully. That being said, would I find it impossible for him to say that? No, I wouldn't. I just find it hard to believe. You know that he would. Because, you know, it all goes back to everybody saw the Republican convention. Uh, everybody has seen, even over his short time in office, uh, how he is very pro-military. Uh, well, he's got to be very conservative. He's running it. You know, you ran as conservative, so of course he's got to be. You know, I mean, remember that. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, remember yeah. that, you know. But, you know, it, it, I... I, like you said, I just, I just find it I just find it hard to believe that he would say it. If he did say it, then shame on him, and even more shame on him. You know, if he did say it, you know, that's something to me. If if I was a Trump supporter, that would be something that I would seriously have to consider if I was going to even think about voting for him again, because that would be a that would be a big thing if he actually said it. Now, you know that, like I said, definitely shame on him. That, you know, we can't say enough good things about veterans. Uh, so there's just no place if if anybody, regardless if it's the president or anybody else, calls them losers or suckers. We, you know, we can't tolerate that. Okay. Well, when I first heard it, I didn't hear any news on it. When I heard it first, I did say because of the McCain, uh, uh, the McCain comments. But, you know, but he was prisoner of war, he's a loser, whatever. I could believe that he said that. Because, you know, I mean, uh, that's how he is. Um, I still don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know 100% what went on. I know John Bolton, who hates Trump, came out. And said he was there at that particular time, and that Trump never said that. So uh, you know the taken. Uh, the, the only thing I hate about the media, about CNN, and you know, media. And I, I know I I I uh, keep talking about the media, but you know they already have these ads. Right when it happens, eight hours later, they have these ads about him denigrating the troops. And, it, I mean, it, it, it seems like they knew this beforehand. Now, this happened in 2018, okay? 
If you don't read it, if you just read the headlines, you think he said this yesterday. But he didn't. He said this back in 2018, supposedly. Now, supposedly, in the end, do you believe that the media and the Democrats wouldn't have said nothing in 2018 if he said this? And that's what I come down to it. The way they, they're out to get him. They they would have jumped on this right away. So, well, I, but also as we know, Frank, you know, a lot of times uh, things are held back, uh, waiting for the right time to release it. Yeah, you know? but but they hence, were hence hence the presidential election. But you know, my other my other issue with it is too. You know, the story was published in the Atlantic, which you know the Atlantic is is owned and run by. Uh, one of the largest donors to the Biden campaign. So, I mean, let's face it. I mean, it, it, you know, when it comes down to it, it, it is all politics uh, at this stage of the game. Uh, like I said, I even knowing his personality and, and the way he 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 shoots off the shoots off the cuff a lot of times. I I don't think he personally. I don't think he said it. But that's not saying that he's not capable of, of saying. It. I just don't think he said it, uh, you know. And like you said, you know, the timing of it too is also suspect. It's like we said in 2018. Why are we waiting till now to 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 say it, you know, to, to publish it, to put it out there? Well, common sense tells you we're waiting till now because the election is right around the corner. Yeah. So, you know, they're trying to stifle any extra military votes that that he might get. I mean, that's politics 101. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh... It'd be very, uh, you know, I mean, that's a good comment, and that's a smart, you know, but I, I just don't understand how the, uh, if, uh, you know, how the media was, media's been since he's been elected. I mean, they they basically wanted him out of office after day one. So if they had a story like this, how could they, I, I just don't, I, I don't get it why it wasn't, bef- you know. I just don't understand how they could have sat on this. I think it's just a piece, uh, you know, just a rumor because they know what he said about McCain and whatever. So people could think in their mind, well, maybe he could get that and you could change voters' opinion in the end. I, I I just think, I think there's more to come. I think there's a lot more to come. I think probably, I mean, I, I'll make this prediction, uh, near election day, there's probably going to be a major incident or whatever that's going to, uh, you know, screw the election up. But uh, that's just my opinion. Um, you know, um, I, I just think that, uh, you know, we're in a very very, very uh, dangerous time in America. And, uh, you know, I'm just hoping it all works out. Well, yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, that's how I know we got ready to do the the show this week. You know, we kind of talked over uh, how we wanted to do things and, you know, looking over the issues that we have, like I said, everything kind of intertwines. I mean, you, you 
with each other. You know, it's like we can't really talk about Trump and the election without talking about uh, the rioters and looting. And we can't talk about the rioters and looting without talking about law enforcement. And we can't talk about law enforcement without talking about Jacob Bryan and Kyle Rittenhouse. You know what I mean? And everything just kind of ties in. And it's 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 showing that we have uh, we have a long way to we have a long way to go in this country. I mean, it just, it just seems like that we are back to square one on race relations. And uh, I don't know. At some point, maybe what? down the road, we'll get into a we'll get into a little more serious discussion. No, uh, I mean, just talk I mean, let's talk about. I mean, is that how it really is? Or is, do you feel like there's forces outside that are pushing this? I mean, you know, what's your opinion on that? Because I feel that we have outside forces pushing this issue that's drawing us into a civil war. Frank, that's the, you know, the thing is, I guess I'm trying to be as optimistic as I can, and I, I would like to think that is not what is happening. You know, even though I see a lot of things that, that pushes it in that direction, and I, I understand where you're coming from on that, uh, I would just like to think that is not happening. Uh, now, that's not saying that there aren't outside forces that would you wouldn't like to see it, because I know there are. Uh, there are, there is evil in this country on both sides of the political spectrum. Uh, there are people that uh, that wouldn't mind seeing it. Uh, I'm not one of those people, you know. I don't, like I said, I have friends that you know range from uh, every every race uh, and every background that you that you can possibly think of. So, and I would like to think, and I would, you know, and I would hate to think that they would think anything different of me other than me being honest and me being direct. You know, I don't treat anybody different than how they treat me or my family. So, uh, but as far as outside forces, like I said, there are, I think there are people that, that would like to see it and do try to push it in that direction. How far up the ladder it goes, I don't know. Well, that's, that's fair. That's a, you know, that's a good point. We don't know. Um, what do you think about the baseball? Uh, we're we're going to turn, maybe we're, um, we'll start talking sports a little bit. What do you think? Well, right now my Yankees are struggling, man. Uh, they've, they've been on a, they've been on a quite a little loser streak. So they've had a lot of injuries. So, <laughs> so, so they're kind of. They're kind of uh, just trying to stay above water right now and hopefully try to make the playoffs. So we'll have to wait and see on that. Uh, I've been trying to catch a few baseball games here and there. Uh, you know, and on a personal note, my schedule's gotten a little bit busier lately because Colton's uh, uh, baseball schedule's kind of his, – his season's kind of heated up. So I've, I've been spending a lot of time at practices and uh, his games. Let's, so. let's talk about Colton. How's he doing? Uh, he's doing well, man. Uh, he's got a birthday coming up at the end of this month. He's going to be 13 years old. Uh, it's kind of hard for me to believe, but he's, he's going to be there. Happy uh, right now in the season, uh, his team, uh, he actually plays for the Tigers, believe it or not. <laughs> <This is laughs> team. Uh, they've had, 
They've had they've had four games and they they lost their first game, but they've uh, won the last three, so they're three and one. Uh, the the very the last game that uh, they had the other night, uh, Colton came in and pitched the last inning and uh, got the save uh, for the team, so they won that game three to two. So it was a nail biter, uh, but he came in and, and pitched a scoreless inning and struck out the side. So of course, naturally, me being the proud dad, I was uh, doing a little fist pumping, you know. <laughs> Over there, uh, <laughs> because it was it was a it was a good moment. It was a good moment for him and a good moment for me for sure. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, say hi to Colton for me. Um, uh, I, I guess we're uh, we're end the show. Um, do you have any last comments, um, Hatfield? Well. Uh, I don't have anything in particular. I, I will just say uh, uh, I hope people listen to the whole show, and I hope people take our comments and our points of view as just that. It, it's our it's our opinion. It's our point of view. I I don't intend to uh, hurt anybody. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not here to try to hurt anybody's feelings or to uh, say that they're wrong if they believe something different than I do. I, that's that's not who I am. You know, it, it's my opinion and. You know, America is a great country, and we can all say what we want to say. And uh, I just hope people understand that, that what you and I are saying, what you and I are doing, is exercising one of our uh, many rights that we have here in this country, where we get to say what we want to say, and uh, we're entitled to our free speech, and, and we're and we're using that. So I hope people, you know, continue to give us a chance, continue to listen to us. Uh, we're, you know. We try. We're going to try to do different formats here and there once in a while, just so we don't get caught in a rut. So today we thought we'd just do a little something different and kind of just uh, just talk about some stuff, uh, you know, and just let it just let it flow. Uh, of course, we'll we'll be doing you know like our normal podcast. We'll get back to some other things and, and, and pick some topics and, and do that. But I hope you guys enjoy it. I uh, hope everybody has a safe and happy Labor Day. I know everybody's dreading going back to work tomorrow, but uh, <laughs> as am I. Uh, but uh, that's all I got to say on that. Okay, Hatfield. Hey, I think we did a pretty good podcast. We uh, we did some issues. Remember, in the end, you know, it's your um, constitutional right. Rights are important in this country. And don't ever forget Amen. that. No matter what you think, right, left, anything. We must come together as a country, white, black, Hispanic, whatever. We will never, you cannot keep a country going, being apart like we are right now. We must come together, and that's what we kind of want on the show. We want a moderation, you know, the people, a force to come together, because if not, we're just going to, it's going to destroy everything. So don't, you know, don't believe what the media tells you. We must come together as a country, as a people. And that's the only way we're going to stay like we are. I mean, you may not like everything about America, but uh, America is a good country. And I know a lot of foreign people, a lot of foreigners who've come to this country, and they have, they've come from different, you know, 
societies, different political views, and different, but this is the greatest country in the world. So, you know, remember that. Remember that. This is about bonding everybody. Do not believe everything the media tells you. You got to think for yourself. Well, I'm free to take layman. I'm saying off with Mark Hatfield. We'll see you next week. Bye. Have a good one, everybody. Hey everybody, hope you enjoyed the Tank and Hatfield show. Uh, we had a lively conversation today. It went back and forth. We loved every minute of it. We love doing this for you every week. Uh, just wanted to give you a little reminder, any questions, comments, concerns, anything you want to add, go ahead and feel free to email us at tankandhatfield at gmail.com. That's tankandhatfield at gmail.com. Also, and we're not going to hide it or hold back. We're still looking for a producer, somebody to help us out with the editing and uh, marketing and uh, all the all the other fun stuff uh, that comes along. Maybe you know, help us create a website. So if you're interested in that, you can uh, let us know that, too. So just send us an email to tankandhatfield at gmail.com. And like I said, we'll try to get you... Uh, Get you in there, listen to, uh, try to get your questions and comments on the air, and we'll talk about it. And we hope we're doing, uh, we hope we're doing this thing right, and we hope to improve every week. So, once again, uh, thanks for listening. And if you have anything to add, that's tankandhatfield at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you soon, guys.